Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Got that energy. Maybe it's the red. The red. The red, the white, the blue. Red, white, and blue. I'm saying. You don't like red, white, and blue? You might watch another show. Actually, <laughs> you should probably stay tuned. Yeah, you can probably stay tuned. That might be a good idea. Man, we're not going to talk about all the craziness that happened last night because that'll get us kicked off of Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, are you talking about like down in Florida? Oh, something down in Florida. Some kind of hurricane happened down there, but it was localized to one location. It was a flurry of wind and paper that just got like shuffled all around. They tried to contain it, but they weren't able to contain it, you know. Thankfully, the person that was supposed to live there was not there. They were somewhere else. They were up in another city. So thankfully, that was not the case. <laughs> Moving on. TJ, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. And yourself? Hey, I got a new setup. Simply G Studio. Whoop, whoop. Come on. <clears throat> I love that bicycle in the background. That's awesome. That's your bike right there. That's the grape crate from Schwinn. And they Come did on. not pay us to say that. No, they did not, but they should. So, so can I tell a little quick story about that bike? Yes. So as a kid, I wanted, they, they had the apple crate, which is red, the lemon peeler, which is yellow, the orange crate, blah, blah. And then it had the five-speed stick shift in the middle of that, you know, main bar. So anyway, I never got one. And a friend of mine had one. And so I'm like, one day I'm going to have one. So then... One of, uh, actually, I don't know if you have met him, Steve, that works for Hope for the Heart. So Steve does a lot of the web and creates a lot of the stuff. Anyway, he is a bicycle enthusiast, collects bikes, sells bikes, had a website, had his own show. So he knows about, you know, if there's a, an old bike, he knows about it. Nice. So when I saw some of his old bikes, I said, yeah, I always wanted a Schwinn, one of the crates. Didn't matter which one. And he said, well, they're actually re redoing them in small numbers, and they're going to go live periodically. So he said, there's a great crate actually coming out. Well, there's the Gray Ghost. And I'm like, that's one I really wanted. <clears throat> and then purple's my favorite color. So then all of a sudden, <laughs> I heard the, the, the grape crate was coming out. So I went and bought it. And what's crazy is now that bike's worth more, but I was going to buy it and like, Hey, I'll just ride it. It is the hardest thing in the world to ride. <laughs> they weren't made to be ridden. They were made to be looked at. Oh my gosh. So I was like, you know what? It's out in the garage collecting dust. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bring it down. And there it is. Nice. The show. That's a great place for it. Hey, bye. Don Danya. Good morning. It's always great to have you watching. Thank you so much for your support. And hey, by the way, this last week, we've crept, I mean, our, our through plays, again, have gone through the roof for this past week. About 6,700 people watched the show last week. All, all the, the way, way through. through. All the way wow. through. And then, I mean, we had about 80-some thousand people that actually saw it. And I mean, at least a little bit of it. Anyway, it's just a, it's crazy, some of the things that are happening right now. You know, there's this thing we talked about like two years ago maybe two and a half years ago, there are a lot of people that were saying the word precipice. And I realized we were nowhere near it two years ago. We were nowhere near it. Now, I feel like we're standing on the edge of a cliff and there's a backwind that wants to talk us off the side of the mountain. That's kind of what it feels like sometimes with what's going on these days. Well, before we got on here, I said, there's just such convergence 
And I know we use that word a lot. It's just, you can feel it. It doesn't matter. Pick a sector, a main sector, and the convergence, you know, whether it's tech, whether it's political, whether it's, I mean, there's a lot happening, you know, on the, the body of Christ, you know, some people would refer to the religious sector. I don't like to use the word religious because that's too legalistic for me. I'm all about, do you have a relationship with Jesus? So, and I knew you were talking about the Levite system and, and, uh, by the way, I was reading, uh, by the way, I was reading something from Papa Reynolds <laughs> that he wrote. And I said, God does not tempt you to do wrong. And then I said, God, God, now I got to put on the glasses. <laughs> God forbids partiality or snobbery. Love is the key for overcoming partiality. So that was my dad's notes. And then Dan goes, James, chapter one. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why you're <laughs> the smartest man alive. I said, I wouldn't say it on this show ever. Now it's I, out. It's out. I, Everybody knows. I have no idea what to say. I'll just say this. We have a lot to cover today. And I'm, yeah, end times dot chat. Hold on. There you go. End times dot chat. Thank you. As always, we have a lot to cover. GJ always has nothing, but he actually has half the show today, if not more. Well, here's the thing that I've learned. You're so smart. You dive into the detail. Then you're like, pull something up. Oh, G that's GJ's. Oh, that's GJ's. I'm like, I've never seen it before. <laughs> big league in me, man. Just saying. No, I'm not. You posted all this stuff on the channel. By the way, if you're on Telegram, check out End Times Chat. We're on Telegram. And you'll see when things pop up, you'll realize that's GJ posting them, not me. I'm not posting half the stuff on there. It, it is. is. It's your thread. You're you're an admin. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I, I'm not an admin. I have to go through the, like your people and the, their people's people to get where I can post something. Speaking of my people's people, there was, uh, there was, wait, I got to pull this up. So there was some craziness in the weather. I mean, there, we've got, we got more on earth news and wars and rumors of wars today than we have most weeks. It's pretty crazy actually to see what's happening. But this particular one is happening right here in the not so great state of California. And you see how I did that? Yeah. 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 By the way, that's probably where y'all were inviting me. Yeah, we were said, hey, come on down to Death Valley. We want you to, to check out the rain and that's there. And by the way, watch out because you might have some water coming <laughs> right out your feet. So here is a, uh, here's a video of what was going on down in Death Valley this past week. That, my friends, is massive flash flooding that's happening down in California's Death Valley. Now, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen because it does. But you can see that this is an area that does not look like it should be getting washed out. So anyway, more flooding happening. In a desert. In a desert. And cars getting washed out right here in the not so great state of California. Now, I love California. Don't get me wrong, because I love the I love the views. I love the I love mostly I love the weather. I don't see I don't like seeing those white stripes that are happening in the sky that don't seem normal. But I mean, other than that. <laughs> I, I like I like the weather in California. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now there was I'm talking, okay. about, I'm talking about trails. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And there's been, interestingly enough, there's been a lot of mainstream media talking about these kind of trails recently, which is which is kind of funny. If you ask me. By the way, by the way, you can go to to the Simpsons, watch the Simpsons, and they That's they right. basically tell you what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. And where it's going to happen. I'm just saying. I haven't watched it in 20 years, at least. My wife, of course, is calling, of course, because I'm in the middle of a show. <laughs> as, as you post, as you post yours on the big Tonga volcano explosion, boom. Well, this volcano this was the one that happened a couple years ago. And they've been doing all this research. And by the way, there's one of our new friends, Miss Olivia Brown. Oh, my gosh, it is. Yeah. And uh, she's doing some kind of a show. And this is, of course, the Western Journal, which is owned by her her, uh, her great dad, Lloyd. And, and her mom. And her Mary mom. I don't, know, I don't know her name. That's why I didn't say Mary it. I was like, 
What is it? Floyd and Mary Beth. Floyd and Mary Beth. Floyd and Mary Beth are the owners of Western Journal, and they do a great job. In any event, they posted this news story about the super massive Tonga volcano. We talked about that when it happened. We talked about the fact that the internet lines were cut during that volcano because of how massive the explosion was. And then what's happening now is that they're saying, I, I didn't actually put, I'll just, I'll flash it on the screen just so you can see the rest of the title, but I'm not going to say it out loud, but it's talking about the one thing that we can't really mention on some of these channels because it, it is kicked off. But uh, there you go. But they're saying that a lot of the things that are happening in the climate could potentially be caused exponentially and a lot faster by things like a supermassive volcano that erupts. Because it, 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 what it did was it cast all this vapor into the atmosphere that is not something we would normally see. So that vapor can cause massive kinds of climate change things happening. Now, I don't have a I don't have it up on the screen to show you, but there's a news story that just came out yesterday about, again, about the not so great state of California. And there's this uh, converge, convergence of rivers that go to what's called the Delta. And the Delta is a, it's, you can actually take a, a cruise, not a cruise ship, but a, yeah, I think you can take a small cruise ship all the way down from San Francisco through the Delta all the way to Stockton, which is at least an hour and a half inland. Right, that's how massive this water is. These rivers that go through here, and so or, or you could get on the the flooding Death Valley River, the new river. Yeah, that's a little bit further south. In any event, what they're now saying is is that they're measuring higher levels of salt content in the rivers, and it's causing some issues for the marine life that's there. So, of course, that's another thing about the weather stuff that's going on that we can't mention the two words starts with C both of them start with C, but it's just interesting to see all those things happening and what's going on with the environment and what's going on with all the stuff. <laughs> I'm having a hard time not saying the two words in any event. I'll just read this one paragraph. The amount of additional water vapor pushed up into the upper atmosphere is approximately 58,000 Olympic sized swimming pools worth of water. So when that a volcano happened, it cast all that steam and vapor up into the atmosphere, which when it gets up there, it's super cold. It turns to water. Now you have all of this water vapor, the water that actually can come down. And then you start seeing these floodings. Then you start seeing these different things that are happening. I'm just saying maybe it's not just us causing it, but maybe there are some things that God knows about that are causing some of the things that are happening in the, in the weather. How am I doing? Am I saying the words? Am I not saying the words? <laughs> you're doing good. You're doing good. You're 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 playing it safe. And by by the way, oh by the way, if you look over to the side, <laughs> they got that SUV. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I heard about that. All these SUVs, all these electric cars are now all of a sudden burning up. By the well, way, we drove to Omaha, which is an hour away, last week, and before we got out of Lincoln, on on the interstate. There was a car burning up and you couldn't even tell what kind of car it was. I mean, it was, and of course all the firemen and highway patrol were, were on site. And this thing was just, it was, I don't know. Hopefully the people got out, but you couldn't even tell what kind of vehicle it was. You can just see the shell. So. Well, I read the story this morning about this electric vehicle. Cause apparently Toyota is buying back their electric vehicles. And the reason why is because they are, they can't find a solution to keep the wheels from falling off. <laughs> they go snap when you're just driving down the road and all of a sudden the wheels go. <laughs> you make that noise again? Not good. That's not good. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I got this other one right here that I found this morning too. This is the one I found just before we went mm -hmm. on. Gigantic. I'm just going to read this to you. Gigantic supercharged lightning bolt jets mapped for the first time. Check this out. This was seen from International Gemini Observatory in Mauna Kea, Hawaii. So this is what they're calling a gigantic supercharged lightning bolt jet. And the thing about this is, is that the researchers that were looking at this, what they're saying is examine the most powerful gigantic jet studied yet 
which occurred in Oklahoma, get this, with 100 times more electrical charge than a regular lightning bolt. There are some things in Revelation I'd like to try to point out one day about, about this yeah. kind of thing. Can you say God's shaking everything up? Even though a man may be doing some stuff, God is in control. Oh, by the way, oh, Daddy Reynolds, <laughs> Papa Reynolds <laughs> said, wrote down, God is in charge. Oh, love it. He would be 100% right. Anyway, so this, I, I have to read more about this. I'm sure that I'll find out more about it as I go. But what they're saying is, is that it indicated that VHF sources were produced by a VHF, yeah, were produced by small structures at the tip of the lightning bolt called streamers, and that the streamer discharge activity can reach all the way from the top of the cloud to the ionosphere. That's like miles and miles and miles of a lightning bolt. Well, there we go. That's your Earth News. That's insane. What about the uh, lightning bolts above the White House? Or do you get that? You know, I thought about posting, showing that, but I thought, I'm not sure if it's too political. (laughs) There were people that actually, four people got critically injured by that. So I was like, I'm not sure if I should show it or not. But why don't you chat about it? I'll pull it up. So last week, a major lightning storm. And in previous show, we talked about and we showed how there was a major lightning strike at the U.S. Capitol. So last week, there was a major lightning strike that happened and was filmed by a bunch of people and documented hitting the White House. Now, it was so powerful that some people did get hit in the storm, this, this lightning storm. And I think four people, I don't know if they died, but four people were injured severely. So I just thought, First thing I saw before I read the article is God is shining his, his I mean, he's shining light on things that have happened that are, are been bad from different places, whether it's from a place or with, with, with people. And it's just amazing seeing this light shine. And he's using lightning. And every time I, I see a lightning storm or a thunderstorm, we, we had a major thunderstorm, lightning storm um, last 10 days here. And one of the things that always reminds me of is when God was in the clouds going with the, the Israel, there it is, the, Isra- <laughs> the, you know, the Jerusalem, you know, or out in the, out in the uh, wilderness, and he's in the cloud. So you want to check this out? Boom. They slowed down. I mean, that's massive. Is that a supercharged jet? <laughs> I don't know. It could have been. That was that was a pretty big lightning bolt. I mean, right there in the front. I mean, you can see it actually where it hits. Yeah. I mean, just look at that map. I mean, think about the the noise that happened too. Oh, the, the crack of thunder. You know what? <laughs> it just sent me something on said, Dan, you need to answer your phone. How about this? Let me let me mute you, you you talk about it. I don't know. Let's move on. Move on. Next time. We've talked enough about it. <laughs> So you want me to ad lib on something that we're, we're we've talked enough about? Moving on. Yes, moving on, and I'm going to pop this up on the screen. I know that you posted this one. Don't tell me that you didn't. And here it is: TSMC. Boom. Never saw it. Never seen this. Never. I've never posted or said anything about Taiwan or China, ever. So obviously, the in the last was well, last week we talked about it where China was, we'll just call it buzzing Taiwan, continued to make threats, so rumors of war. So then over the last week, there's been war games in that area. And now, uh, so so even Taiwan has actually been jockeying for position as well. And then we had a person from the United States travel there and the CCP, so the China Chinese CCP was uh, basically saying, you know, if she comes and goes to Taiwan, we're going to declare war. So that hasn't happened yet. However, that that is continuing to elevate intention. You can just so if you, I mean, you, any news source is talking about it. So then, specifically, they're talking about okay, if something bad happens in Taiwan, then majority of the chips in the world are made in Taiwan as. And then I and Dan talked about it last week. 
in the Middle East, there's another place. So anyway, so if that happens, it could create a major devastation of global supply. So everything that we've seen from global supply that requires chips is going to be even worse than what we've seen over the last two and a half years. So moving on. And by the way, don't forget, in times that chat. In times that chat, yeah. Oh, he's back. He's back. Well, here's the deal. We actually uh, did have some kind of emergency happen. There's a journey had to get picked up, has to get picked up from school. Thankfully, Andrew's going to go down and get her. So anyway, we'll see. Uh, we're going to have to have some conversations with this. Uh, this, uh, this. I can't actually say it on, on the air because I might get in trouble. <laughs> so she's okay. She's okay. She's okay. She's okay. But yeah, we're having some. We were having some issues with the daycare center that she was in, and so that's why she was calling. Anyway, moving on. Um, the chip thing that you just mentioned. Pretty serious stuff happening over there with that. Now I'm a little distracted. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the next Basically, one. If you need to make a purchase that requires a chip, you better do it now. <laughs> you better do it now is right. Well, moving, I mean, this is, I put this actually in the war section because of the, it warns that war would devastate the global supply. Now we, we have a lot more to share actually about this because uh, there is a video that I want to pop up. And we posted quite a few videos actually in about this, but let's see if we can find it. Oh, here it is. So, sorry about the noise. These are the live fire drills, GJ. I think you did post this one, but if you didn't, I'll talk about it if you if well, you want. I, I did. If, if you're talking about Taiwan, China, that one looks familiar. Yeah. So they're having the war games, but they're actually doing live fire. Most yeah. war games, it's not live fire. They may fire, but it's blanks. This is live fire. So I'm like, okay. There's something to this. If you're doing a live fire now in a, you know, practice war games. Well, it's not just this live fire, but they're also, all of a sudden I'm having technical difficulties. And everyone now understands why. <laughs> I, I I see in the chats. <laughs> yeah, hey. she said they need to answer your phone. <laughs> well, she knew we were on a show. She did. She did. And it was uh, the the one time I didn't answer. <laughs> uh, figures. It figures. Anyway, so uh, as I'm pulling this up, I'll just talk. I'll just start talking about it. There's yeah, not only we're getting bored. the live, no, right? The live fire that's happening, but precision missile strikes. It, the live fire is more than just shooting it up in the air and then causing an explosion. They're actually performing precision missile strikes. And this happened right after one of the people in our government, third in the government, decided that they were going to make a trip down to Taiwan. So I'm not really sure what that was all about, why that they needed to make that trip down there. But I just think it was a little bit silly to make that trip down there. I felt like it put Taiwan in more jeopardy than anything else. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Hint, hint, hint. Clue, clue. <laughs> Something is going on that we don't know about. Exactly. And then there's this, which, uh, go ahead and go ahead and read that one through, because I think you did post that one, too. Well, the Chinese, I mean, I'll, re I'll read the article of the headline, Chinese missile salvo impacts in Japanese waters, American amphibious assault force underway toward China, South China Sea. So, again, there's a convergence, there's that word, convergence that's happening in the South China Sea. Now you got Ch Japan being impacted. You got the American, probably the Marines and U.S. Navy uh, underway towards South China Sea, which they have been slowly building up in that area. And I actually lived on the east side of the East China Sea in Okinawa for three years uh, when I was in the military. And, and you're only 500 miles, I think it's 500 miles from Okinawa to China, mainland China. So there's this convergence of military fleets converging in that area. So you can just tell, again, either it's a posturing, whether something happens or not. Well, when you go to read the book of Revelation, it clearly states the Red Armies, which China, Russia, and China and Russia are, are having communication. And I don't know if you have it, but North Korea, who's they've been 
they, they've been posturing themselves are now saying that they will come into that area as well. Yep, that's and what I have here. Ukraine. Yeah, they're sending them into Ukraine. And then also this, the I mean, I, we had so much to talk about with this. It's ridiculous. But 68 Chinese planes, 13 warships crossed the median line this past Friday. So there's a lot of, it's more than just posturing. To me, that this, this is definitely something that's, that's breaching the rumors of wars, going in straight to the threat of war. We're reaching so, a word. We're reaching a word that you've used on this show. We're reaching a precipice. Precipice, no doubt about it. I just feel uh, smarter. I feel smarter using that word. Thank you very much, <laughs> Dan Crystal, smartest man alive. Well, it, there's just too much to ignore here, and uh, there's too much to be able to say that there's not something major going on with yeah. the rest of rest of the world. So, there is one more thing I wanted to share about. Israel, actually, because Israel just went, is going through a bunch of other stuff at this very moment. And there are hundreds of rockets being fired at Israel. Now, I want to be able to say that Israel went after some terrorist leadership targets in the Gaza Strip. And so Gaza is responding. Palestinian Authority and the Hamas and are responding to that by shooting out missiles into Israel. So these, this is what's happening over the last couple of days. Again, this, it seems like you should, you, you might be able to say, hey, you know what, this happens all the time there, so what's the big news? Well, the big news is, is that there are people that are combining to help make this happen now. And uh, when Israel gets put onto the firing line like this, it means that uh, war is inevitable. I mean, I, I think that's, that's just plain, plain to see, just war is inevitable, but God will actually win in the end when it comes to that. So any other thoughts about that, GJ? Again, the two words that are really resonating, convergence and precipice. And um, I mean, we're, we're, we're fastly approaching the end days. And, and we've said from, from day one, well, we feel like we're in a two-minute warning. Well, we're not two minutes. However, Jesus could come back at any moment. It's just everything is lining up at such a great pace. And, uh, you know, I watched the movie or video about, you know, the Shemitah year because I wanted to understand more about the Shemitah year. And I give props to uh, a good good friend, Jimmy, <laughs> and uh, uh, Jonathan Kahn, you know, which were the first ones that actually had posted something about Shemitah. And then I started diving into it and started re realizing a lot more pastors had, had, you know, done sermons on the Shemitah year and what, you know, the understanding. I just feel like all this has come, by the way, next month is the end of the Shemitah year, which so we're in that seventh year in a seven-year cycle. And God, I mean, you go through the Bible, I mean, the number seven, you know, seven days, seven years. I mean, there's a uh, 7,000 years, talks about 7,000 years. From the time, you know, man was created to, you know, the end of uh, earth. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that are in the Bible that talks about, it, which are tied back to the number seven. So, I got off on a little tangent. I apologize. Back then. No, it's all good. I'm glad you did. It helped me get my thoughts together. So, uh, hey, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's here's the deal. And, uh, it's one of the things that we're going to talk about today when there's opposition. I'm not saying I mean, my wife's not opposing me, but it's when the enemy is opposing what we're, what you're trying to accomplish. And so that happens it, for me. It's actually happened always through my family. And you and I were just talking about that a little earlier with something else that we uh, won't mention on the show. But, you know, it's just that's how the enemy wants to oppose us is try to rattle us and try to get us to, to take our focus off of presenting the gospel, which, and also showing people what's happening towards the end time. So I'm just going to uh, chalk it up to that. I mean, these things will be handled. No, we'll be able to work it out. But I also wanted to kind of bring this up right here, GJ. This is kind of leading up to the tribulation where facial recognition, digital ID is becoming, is actually starting to get used in the uh, police force, actually. I, th I think you posted this one. Did you, uh, did you want to talk about it? Because I'll just play the video. Well, yeah, just play the video and then we can talk about it. So most people won't be able to see it. Uh, that are, let me just back it up a little bit. I'll just read what they're saying here. For those that are on Spotify and iTunes, this AI sends pictures of a handheld device 
powered by AI, and this device searches a database of hundreds of images of suspects. The device searches a database of 10,000 images of suspects uh, in just a fraction of a second. So pretty much what's happening is, is that these people, you can see right here, they're wearing glasses, and those glasses are able to see a face and then recognize it. It searches a database and lets them know if they're a wanted criminal or not. Now, the reason why I put this on, oh, they actually found 26 people traveling with a fake ID as they're walking along. So the reason why I posted this particular one, I mean, wanted to bring it into the show, I think you posted it, is just to think of the applications here. So when we're talking about the end times, we're talking about one world government, one world religion, one world banking system, financial system. Why would it not be the case that we would have something like this where you couldn't even try to show your face without being recognized as a Christian, about re being recognized as somebody with a particular point of view because you've posted something online or you've said something in public and they target you and then all of a sudden you become public enemy number one and then now you're being your face will be your face will be recognized by these glasses anyway this is one of the things what do you think about it gj as far as one of the applications or many applications well this is being utilized to some degree on all fronts somewhere and right there's one of them right here you know you, you can have it where facial recognition uh, they've had in terminals and, you know, like the global entry, which, you know, you just traveled overseas to go play volleyball at the, in Iceland, came back. I mean, global, global entry has, you know, they got your thumbprint, they, you know, digital thumbprint, they also, or handprint, and then they also have facial recognition. So, I mean, <laughs> right now we're, we're all in a facial recognition database and then they can actually take a photo and, even, you know, track it. So all this is for tracking and, you know, for everything that, you know, you say that's good, it's for safety. However, it can also be used for bad. And when we talk about Jesus' return and we talk about the seven years of tribulation, so Jesus has come. And if you've given your life to Jesus, you're going to, in an inkling of a second, you're going to be gone. So where'd all these people go? And then so, there's all this fear and craziness that's going to go on and uh, who knows what kind of trauma is going to happen just from, you know, all of a sudden X number of people in the world are gone. So that's going to create fear. Then you're going to say, Hey, well, we need to, we need to make sure you're real because they're going to use the alien line. You know, they are abducted by aliens. That's going to be a common false narrative. And what happened? Jesus took them. And then for tracking, and then if you don't if you don't play ball, you know, they're going to come for you and they can identify you. So you can't hide. And you know, people say, "Hey, I'm going to go and get a bunker and do this." Well, that you might that might work for a little while, but it ain't going to work for for long. And that first three and a half years, it's like getting everything in order. That second three and a half years is all out war craziness that you don't want to go through. And so anyway, this technology is available. It's been utilized to some degree, maybe not to the level that <laughs> this article is talking about. And uh, we're there. It's, it's simply, we're there. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I, I think that there's, there's one other thing I wanted to show when you said we're there. I felt like, man, there is a, um, there's this one woman, her name is Laura Logan. Uh, you, I'm sure you've heard of her before, but uh, Laura Logan, she was in the media really spent a lot of time, I would say, saying what she was told to say, doing what she was told to do. And then she got out of the media, realized, and she found found Jesus, actually, and started to realize, wait a second, I, I need to share what I should be sharing. And so she actually reposted this on Twitter. And now keep in mind, she was a news journalist, but she still does news, but now she doesn't do it for this particular, any other mainstream media organization. But I thought this was really poignant when she reposted this. They, meaning those in power that are elite or over us, or I would say the one world globalist society, want you to be godless, sexless, genderless, childless, depressed, anxious, afraid, fat, drug addicted, lonely, physically weak, mentally weak, in debt, isolated, living in a pond, eating bugs, and dependent on the state for everything. 
and this is the this is why I uh, I wanted to bring this up is because there is there's a lot to be said for the fact that we are in this place right now where during the tribulation during the t- the end times there's going to be this massive push towards this kind of control and, and if you don't believe me just read the book of revelation it's going to happen there's going to be this massive push for control christians people that are accepting christ during the tribulation will be targeted there's going to be 144,000 israel jewish evangelists that will evangelize the world during that time frame and the government that's there the one world government the antichrist is going to come out against them and try to do whatever they can to try to take them out why because they want the control over your life and ultimately that's what the enemy wants that's what satan wants right and so when i was reading through the book of revelation in the last week and and you know we've been going through the we've been going through the book of revelation for the last couple of months gj and talking a lot about about the the purposes of revelation the reason why revelation was written and when we get to revelation chapter 2 we see that Jesus writes these letters that <clears throat> John transcribes and sends to the seven churches of Asia. All of a sudden now I'm losing my voice. And so what he does is he writes the first one to the church of Ephesus. And now the second one that he wrote is to the church of Smyrna. And I was looking back on my notes from this GJ and I realized that I called this particular message on Revelation 2, 8 through 11. I called it satanic opposition. Now, here's why I called it that. Because persecution is going to come on the church. It's just going to happen. And a lot of times that persecution, as you've mentioned before, causes a massive revival. Because people are realizing, they're waking up to the fact that, wait a second, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the only way. And here's the deal. The more we have a revival and awakening, the more the persecution will happen. Because there's more that the enemy, Satan himself, will try to take us out because of our witness and testimony. The last thing that the devil wants is for his testimony to get out. It's for the, the testimony of Jesus to get out. And if there's one thing that Jesus will not allow to stay quiet, it's the testimony about himself. And the more people that rise up to share about Jesus, the more persecution is going to happen. And that, that will spur that kind of revival that you're talking about, GJ. So what I wrote in the post this morning or yesterday, I just said, hey, if you're a believer in Jesus, you either have faced, you are facing, or you will face satanic opposition in your life. Second Timothy 3, chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 12 says this. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Satan is the accuser. The devil, Lucifer himself, is the accuser of the brethren, is what it says in the New King James Version. But he's the accuser of those who call themselves believers. He spends his time and effort trying to remind us of how unworthy we are, how discredited we are, and how much we have fallen from the purpose that God has for us. Now, here's the kicker. Those things are all true. <laughs> they are all true, but Jesus considered... Why were you looking at me when you said that? I was just... I'm just <laughs> I don't know. Is there a conviction? Jesus, Jesus saw us as worth it, but we are unworthy. Jesus brings credit to our life because we are discredited. We have fallen so far from God's grace, but the only way to get back into his good graces is through Jesus himself. So yeah, but Satan wants to continue to remind you of the things that Jesus is saying, I have an answer for these. I have an answer for this. First Peter 2 verses 19 to 23 says, for it's commendable if a man bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because he is conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He, Jesus, committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. And then Jesus also said in John 15, 18 to 20, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to this world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember the words I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. The second letter to the churches in Revelation was sent to Smyrna 
who was reminded by Jesus of the opposition they faced from Satan for their faith in Jesus. This letter to Smyrna emphasizes who Jesus is. He's the one that considered us worth it. He's the one that also said that I will bring credit into your life and give you credit where you don't have any. And he also says, I have provided a way out of this for you. And it's through believing in me, confessing your sins, receiving forgiveness, and being brought to this place and relationship with God that you never thought possible. He promises to the church of Smyrna and to all of us that if we, if we accept him, if we live in this, and we overcome the persecution that we're facing, that he will give us what's called the crown of life. And we will escape what he calls the second death. The second death is actually the final separation between God and those who will never believe in him. It is literally separating the believers from the non-believers. And it's the final judgment. So I said there, GJ, but what are your thoughts? What does Papa Reynolds say? <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, interesting that you know he wrote something. So he, this is a Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, which you probably know by heart. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. And Papa wrote, he was knocking on the door of the church, which were the body of Christ. Anybody that's given their, their uh, I stand at the door and knock. So God's knocking right now. He's shaking things up. And uh, I mean, every week, <laughs> I mean, there's never been a week where we didn't have something that was interesting. Made you go, <laughs> and uh, I mean, now's the time. The precipice is happening. The convergence is happening. What are you going to do with your life? You can spend eternity in heaven or you can spend it in hell. I choose to spend it in heaven. And then I've had people, well, what if you're wrong, GJ? What if there is no heaven or hell? Well, I'm, I'm willing to take my chances. And as Daniel posted, you know, the casino uses AI technology for years. If I was a betting man, I'm going to play that. I know there's a heaven. I know there's a God. And I know there's Jesus. There's too many signs. And sometimes you just have to have that faith. And where there's faith, there's strength. Where there's faith, it can overcome everything. And we come to this show every week and we talk about all these crazy things that are going on. It's happening right before our eyes and if that's not a reason to pay attention i don't know what is and so my challenge to you is what are you going to do about it and it's pretty simple and all you have to do is ask for forgiveness ask for jesus to come in your heart recognize jesus as lord and savior and then be in the word the bible pray and be around people that are lifting you up and some people are, I know get on the show and they're like, the whole world has been shaken. You know, things suck. Uh, God never said it would be easy. However, there is light at the end of the tunnel and God does have a path for you. God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. And he can guide you into that. All you have to do is say, yes, Lord, I'm ready. One of the questions I have too for that, GJ, is are, are we listening? Like. There's a lot of us Christians huh? and non-Christians like. Huh? <laughs> very nice, very nice. Oh, can you say that again? <laughs> oh, seriously. We're not, we're not listening. No, the, there's a lot of us <clears throat> Christians and non-believers alike that are just not listening to what God is saying. There's this call that I believe God's putting out, first of all, to the non-believer. Those who, don't, who haven't really made a, a confession of faith in Christ and received his forgiveness, God is, is pursuing you. He's speaking in every way possible through the signs of creation, through the judgment that's happening all over the world, to from the different things that are happening in your life. He's talking to you through all of these things and saying, please turn to me. He's trying everything possible, in my opinion, to get your attention to say, I need to accept you, Jesus. So that's Amen. one thing that he's saying. And, and some of us just aren't really listening to that. But if that's you today and you're listening, you say it again. nicely done. If you're saying that and you're listening, we want to pray for you. The other group of people that I believe that God is speaking to 
is the church, the, the church itself. And he's saying, you have a job to do. You've got these things going on. You need to remember your first love, who is me. You need to remember that persecution will come, but you need to persevere. And then we're going to talk about all the other churches and letters over the coming weeks. But he is speaking something to the churches. The question is, is are you hearing what he's saying? Now, I'm not going to say that Gigi and I are hearing everything perfectly because we're imperfect people. We're imperfect beings that are trying to serve a perfect God. But we are doing our best to try to hear and listen. And we're looking at different ways that God could be speaking to us. So I want to say a prayer for those that need to accept Christ for the first time. And then I want to say a prayer for, and Gigi, I'll, I'll do the prayer for those who need to accept Christ. If you could pray for those believers that are out there that really need to open up their hearts and their ears and their minds to hear what Jesus has to say. That's right. So let's pray. First of all, for those who need to, need to accept Christ, just say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, we believe in you. We love you. We are so thankful that we have you in our life. Thank you for pursuing me and letting me know how much you love me. So Lord, I pray today that you would forgive me. I accept your forgiveness. I ask you to come and live in my heart and to make me a bold new person that will live for you and speak your message to others. Change my life from the inside out. Lord, I just thank you so much right now for those that have prayed that prayer and that the angels are rejoicing in heaven because of what you just did in their life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hey, can you pray over the believer? So you use the word bold. I was thinking it's time to be bold. It's time to step into your faith. It's time to rise up in your faith and do what you know God is calling you to do. And that can be a very scary place to be. It's like, well, God might want me to do something I don't want to do. Well, how, how's it working for you right now anyway? <laughs> you know, and, and if things are good for you, uh, will it stay that way? And, you know, I, there's been times where I've had great times and like the storm came afterwards. So um, I'm going to pray for those that are still on the fence. God wants you on one side of the fence. There's no lukewarm. Jesus said you can't be lukewarm. And uh, it, it can be a scary place to be. I can tell you this, for somebody that's been bold in his faith, <clears throat> or both of us have been bold in our faith, and stepping out, I mean, even doing the show is being bold because we open ourselves up for attacks because we don't say something right. <laughs> we deliver a message, we can be canceled, we can be made fun of. I mean, the list goes on. So for you that has given your your life to Jesus, hallelujah. I mean, hallelujah. My dad would say hallelujah. And when he would use that word hallelujah, I mean, it was like the Holy Spirit was was coming right out of him. And I see that more clearly today now that he's gone than than ever before. So I'm going to pray. Father, we come to you. We thank you for each and every one of you that have given your life to Jesus. And for those that are, have given their life to Jesus, I pray for the spirit of boldness, the spirit of fear to be removed, the spirit of strength, the spirit of courage to step into. I pray for whoever's listening right now, who's ever watching right now, that you fully step into your greatness that God has given you. And even though it may seem weak right now, it's like being an athlete in training. It takes time to get stronger. It takes time to be faster. God is willing to run with you, walk with you. He's willing to hold on to you. He's willing to cover you. So I pray for covering. I pray for protection. I pray for mm -hmm. elevated discernment and strength in everything that you stand for, Lord. And I pray for give the, the, the next steps to everybody that's hearing my voice right now. Because that's Jesus talking. He wants you to hear that voice. So, Lord, we give you thanks. We thank you for everything that you're doing in spite of the craziness, in spite of the shaking, in spite of the fear that may be going on in this, in this world. We know you're in control, Lord. We give you ultimate praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 You know what? Yeah. I don't have the, the gift of memorization. I've always struggled with it. So, like, a song. I just need to hear a song, and the only word is "Amen." <laughs> I can remember that one. That's the only song you need to know. Hallelujah. Well, 
So as you as you all can see that have watched this show all the way through today, we are real people with real lives, and we still go through our own struggles, as I have lived out on the show today. <laughs> oh, and I pray for protection and covering for your family, your entire family, and for Journey and everything that's going on. And here, this is a great example where Satan is trying to divert or create from our voices to be heard for whoever needs to hear it. So, Lord, I pray for that covering and lifting us all up. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I I'll receive it. Fire. I feel like I'm on fire now. Oh, come on. Woo. I love it. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's about, but are you wiping something off? Are you wiping your hands? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, next week, we'll uh, do, this all, do this all over again. Unless Jesus comes back, and then I'm going to be up in heaven. I'm not sure about you, but that's where I'm going to be. Whoa. In the meantime, you go to... Oh, yeah. Endtimes.chat. Endtimes.chat. And our behind behind the scenes team is so phenomenal. (laughs) That that team is the best. Even when they're distracted. (laughs) What's over there? There's our team right there. Oh, oh. I'm on the other side. There you go. Now I switched you and moved to the other side. All right, we're having too much fun. You guys have a great week. This is not (laughs) the team. There's the team. Oh, man. Have a great week. We love you all. We do this uh, because we know we're called to. And uh, we'll keep on doing it until he says stop. So God bless you guys. We'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.